1: Welcome to Off The
2: Bench NRL with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. All the big news and views
0: from a big week in footy. Yes, hello and welcome to it Off The Bench. Jason Matthews here in the Off The Bench slash Sports Day studio. It's been a very big week for, for one of our members here at Sports Day. Of course, Scotty Sattler losing his dad on Monday afternoon. John Sattler, South Sydney legend. Cannot wait for that game against Manly this weekend. Uh, It'll be the John Sattler tribute match between the Rabbitohs and Manly at a core stadium Saturday night. Can't wait for that game as both sides pay their respect. Sats uh, did pop in. We'll hear from him real soon. Jason Demetrio, the head coach of the Rabbitohs, joins us to discuss what they've got planned for John Sattler uh, this week and Tucker Coleman, one of his heroes, was John Sattler. He joins us as well as we celebrate the life of the great John Sattler, who he lost on Monday afternoon. But Sats, as I said, joined us Tuesday night, twenty four hours after his dad passed away. Maddie, first of all, welcome to Sports Day. Oh mate, it's uh it's a it's uh,
3: I am i I'm speechless uh to see my my mate sitting beside me. Um yeah. It's
0: uh <laughs> sat um yep. you rang me this morning and i i was blown away when you said hey jace what do you think should i come in have a chat and i said mate it's up to you and it takes a lot of courage for you to come in and uh given the state you're in and your, your family and, and and the pain you must be going through after losing your dad yesterday mate it's only it's it's only what just been over 24 hours um yeah mate, i'm surprised to see you
2: yeah I oh, oh, thanks guys and uh i listened to the show this morning actually. So thanks for your, your tribute. Yes, that was outstanding. Um, sorry if I keep breaking down. No, you're right, <laughs> yeah, mate. You're so right. I keep taking deep breaths. But, um, oh, I just felt as though that I want to start celebrating him. Yeah. Yeah. For so long now, so many people would, would see me in the street and say, how's dad going? And you got to try and explain, oh, he's not that great. You know, he's battling, he had dementia and, and when it was, when it happened yesterday, I would, you know, obviously, there's that that real grieving process which we'll go we'll go through for a while at the moment. Um, But I, I just want to start celebrating how how good of a guy he was. Yeah. You know, everyone talks about his rugby league career, and yeah, you know, growing up as a kid, I looked at him as a fan, mm. as we do, Rat Day. Yeah, absolutely. You you Is go you... to these events and and you see your dad getting stopped by everyone. Yeah. And and my dad and. Your dad was in pubs as well. So very yeah. special people are publicans <laughs> back in the day. And it means they're great with people and they give their time. Mm. Sometimes their greatest strength is also their greatest weakness, which means they give all their time to everyone else except yeah, their the family. Wrong, the wrong people. <laughs> yeah. so, what about me? So, yeah, know, I, I used to love watching him just, just give everyone his time. And so, you know, I want to start talking about, everyone knows how great of a rugby league player he was, how great of a leader he was. Yeah, my greatest memories of how he tried to shape me as a as a young man, watching the way that he just was with people, and I always use this this quote that you know they said, "What was a lot like growing up in pubs with your dad?" and I said he he taught me to talk to the bricklayer and the barrister. Yeah. in the, in the one con- con- conversation. So, yeah, you know, guys, I'm still going to do a lot of grieving. I've I've never cried so much in my life, but um, I just want to start talking about him as a guy.
3: Yeah, mate, and uh, I mean uh, our dads. I'll, 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 I'll put money on it that your old man could be talking to someone and you could go up to him and go, you'd be like he'd, he'd known him for, a year, for years. Mm. You know, when you meet him five minutes ago. Yeah. Mm. And that's, that's what they were like back you in Garrick you know? Morgan,
2: who you know through yeah. rugby, Ratton, who I, you know, we, I knew him through our fathers who played against each other. And, and I got to play with Garrick at the crushes and we've remained very good friends. And he texted me today. Sorry to hear about, you know, condolences to your family what I loved about your father is he made you feel like the most special person in the room. Mm. Wow. Bob McCarthy used to always say he looks like a choir boy, but he played like the devil. Yeah. And he said, I've seen I've so many times that I've been on the field with him.
3: The perfect teammate, really?
2: Per- yeah. I heard you say that yesterday. You know, yeah. he, 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 I looked at him the way that he was with his teammates. And, and I just, if I could understand why Clive made him captain in 67 and, and why it was such a big gamble, but he saw—he was one of the only people that saw something in him. But Bob McCarthy used to always say, you know, he looks like a choir boy, plays like the devil, he said, because I'd see him on a Sunday afternoon at Redfern try and maim people who who were trying to stand over his teammates. And he said, and within half an hour after the game finishing, I, we'd walk out the front of Redfern over, and he'd be helping some old lady across Charmer Street to the <laughs> Leagues Club. And he said, it was just, you know, just such a contrast to the guy that you saw on the field who – you know he's famous for, you know everyone says he broke his jaw in the grand final. He actually he actually smashed it in three places. You know and and every he's famous for that. But yeah, you know, he was a tremendous rugby league player outside of that, a great team man. But um, yeah, you know, just yeah just just one of the real good guys. And so many people have have texted me today and have said, yeah, I used to go and see him at his, the pub, the Stratty Hotel that he had, or the Queens Hotel, or the Cecil, or the Pacific, or the the Runcorn, the Lawton, the Redcliffe Hotel all these pubs that we ran over the years and, and we lived in those pubs as well and so many people have reached out and just sort of said, you know, he just he just made me feel so special when I came into the pub. He always knew what I drank and he treated me like I was the most important person in,
0: in the world. So that's we've had a lot of people reach out uh, to us over the last 24 hours and have wanted us to pass on, uh, you know, their condolences to you and I told you about a couple today on the phone and but we had people last night texting us and even though they copped a wallop from your old man <laughs> in the pub, particularly running nude, uh, begun, <laughs> through, yeah. but yeah. He, you know, he'd go, come on, put your clothes back on and just sit over there and shut up. You know, yeah. like everyone said, he did it with affection. And everyone's yeah. got a John Sattler story.
2: Yeah, you know, he he did. He touched a lot of people emotionally because he just he wanted to help people. He just always wanted to help people. He did. He did. Yeah. And mm. and as I, as we just said, Matty, our fathers their greatest strength is also their greatest weakness yeah. and as sons we know their weaknesses. Yep. Um from the outside people see this this great person, which they are, but then as a as a child, sometimes you're craving their attention, but they're you know, they're so hell bent on trying to help everyone else because they know that they're there to secure and protect their family.
3: How did you how did you go with that such as a as a young boy coming up and like I mean John Sattler is just known Everyone is like the toughest human, to you know, lace on a footy boot. And so, how did you go with it playing as a young kid? Like it as a kid, I was okay. My
2: mum copped grief yeah. from other junior club parents, right?
3: Um, and
2: to the point where he used to get physical on the sideline, where she'd be attacked. And <laughs> Fair <laughs> Yeah, and then <laughs> did, she,
3: did she break anyone's jaw? Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> she only broke a nail. That's it.
2: But um, you know, and and he never he never entered his into my football career. He never tried to give me a lot of. You know, I had a lot of advice. Jared mm. Wallace's dad, Craig Wallace's, and I were v- are very good friends. And, and um, we played, we were the front rowers in the under-19 runaway bay team. We'd gone through the whole season undefeated. We played blamble jets in the grand final at Seagull Stadium. Yep. And we were losing at half time. I remember we were walking into the dressing sheds, and my dad was waiting outside the dressing sheds, which he never did. Unusual, right? And he said to me, if you lose this grand final, it's because of the two front rowers. It's always about the front rowers and I looked at Wall, and Wall looked at me, and we went out and played like Arthur Beetson in the second half, both of us, and, and won the game. And yeah. he texted me about that today. And, um, you know, I, I never – I actually – you know what, Raton, I don't know whether you were the same. I never struggled with living in the shadow. I, no, I, I, I didn't. I no. actually I, – I, I liked
3: it. I used it as a privilege. I reveled it. I and, reveled in it, yeah. And
2: also, it meant that people were going to watch you far more closely than yeah. anyone else. So it sort of put a bit of pressure on a sense that you've just got to be at your best. Yeah. So, you know, the, he always taught me make sure you got the firmest handshake in the room, which I've tried to push onto my son as well. And yeah, I you know I, I just want to start celebrating his life now. It's
3: Didn't great. You, sorry, it's no, a, you go. It's right. great those those anecdotes that our dads teach us. You know, are, are, I was you know the same. You know, your dad stand up when you shake someone's hand, look him in the eye, firm handshake. All those little things that you know we you know that we talked about. Your, your dad's beautiful song, the South the, the oh. victory song that he sang. You listen to the words of that song. And you say that's. They're, they're, they're the words of a bygone era they yeah. they don't sing those songs today yeah and but they were different men back then yeah mm. and you know I, I was with a young man the other day and you know some a, a guy came in it was an important person he had to meet he didn't stayed in his seat put his hand up to shake his hand I'm just sitting there thinking this guy, who hasn't taught this kid to stand up and shake someone's hand mm. like you know the things that our dad's taught us that you remember and you pass on yeah that's 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 the legacy that they leave us
0: you know and it's up to us to carry on that mantle. Yeah. yeah. He's left a good legacy, Sax, because you're a good bloke. Um and you have got a wonderful family as well. I, l- I love the stories and and I try to explain some of these last night to Rat. And I can't do him justice, but mm-hmm. Oh, but, I've, but, I've heard I, I've heard a lot about this kangaroo. Mate, uh, the, the, stories, boxing kangaroo. the story. I don't I can't remember half the stuff you've told me on here and half the stuff you told me <laughs> off here. but mate, I, I want you know you want to celebrate your dad's life. He, he was a tough man on and off the field as we know. Can, can you tell us some stories? I, in particular, can we start with the coat of arms? <laughs> yeah. Can we? I love this story. Yeah. So um, when Hamilton Island
2: first started, Keith Williams was a yep. guy that bought Hamilton Island. And, and there was a guy on the Gold Coast, the Beatty family, who had all these kangaroos, emus. They had all this wildlife. And, and um, Keith Hamilton bought the wildlife to send them up to Hamilton Island on this boat. And so we used to keep our horses there. My sister was a really good horse rider. And anyway... Um, the BD said to dad, "Hey, can you help us come and transport all these animals into a truck so we can take up to Brisbane to put it on the on the boat?" I said, "Yeah, no worries." So he went out there and they got a few on. And then the, the sun started going down and it was getting really dark. And there's no light in the back of the truck. And and he'd get the kangaroos and sorry to any of the animal activists out there, but <laughs> but you know it was a different time. It was. And so dad would get the kangaroos up to the edge of the. The truck and they'd look in the truck and see how dark it was and they'd they'd try and push push back but as you know the coat of arms the reason why they're facing each other the emu and the kangaroo is because they don't take a, a backward step so they'd sort of put, and anyway he'd, he'd get them up and he said right i'm going to get up in the truck you get them up and as they get in i'll sort of i'll sort of you know give them a whack around the chop <laughs> and while they're stunned we'll, we'll get them up yeah. the back of the truck <laughs> and so he did this to one to two and then all of a sudden he said i You know, when you feel like something, someone or someone's watching you, he said, Has anyone got a torch down there? I just don't know how much room we've got up here. And anyway, someone's shone a torch up, and he said, I was standing there and I was just surrounded by all these big red kangaroos. And And he said, All of a sudden, they just attacked me. And he said, I was swinging and I was throwing rights and lefts and hooks and uppercuts. And he said, I I reckon I collected a couple of them. I reckon a couple of them actually had to step backwards that night. But I remember as a kid hearing. Hearing all this commotion late at night, and I remember waking up and walking through the house and there was this there was this blood stain going all <laughs> up the middle of the house like someone had been stabbed. <laughs> and I walked into the bathroom and Dad just had scratches and chunks of meat out of his whole body <laughs> where the emus and kangaroos had It'd beaten him. In he said, <laughs> <laughs> said, you know what, I've played for Australia, I've represented my country, I just got beaten up by the coat of arms. <laughs> 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 oh, good. Uh, he's, a
0: few good stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's been troubles in his pubs and that along the way and he's had yeah, to sort some stuff living out.
2: Living the pubs was a great life. You know, I'd never give that back. It's As I said, it gave you the chance to talk to the bricklayer and the barrister and in the one afternoon. And, and, um, and you know, every Friday night, all these ladies would, would always say to me over the years, oh, your dad was always so polite. I'd always go into the pub on a Friday night and he'd always have a ro- red rose there for me. But what they didn't realise is that Dad had all the tradies in there on a Friday Arvo <laughs> and the wives and girlfriends would come to pick them up. And of course he didn't want them to leave because he enjoyed their company so much. He wanted the pub to be full. He used to get the, fa- the flower lady to come round at five o'clock every Friday afternoon with a tray full of roses. So he'd buy them all a rose, which forced them to stay and have one or two <laughs> more drinks yeah, nice. <laughs> and let their husbands stay. So, um,
3: cost him two bucks, made 10.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 But the you know, living in the pubs are great and, you know he was a non drinker he didn't drink at all but throughout his career when he retired in 75 he was 33 years of age and his first year out of retirement Carlton united breweries asked him to go and run a pub in gladstone and he had to go and clean up his pub called the young australian yeah, we had
0: text messages about this last yeah, night yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
2: so he went up there as a non-drinker and and wow. he was still super fit yeah and from 1976 all the way through his last days in the pub which was only you know, ten or eleven years ago. There's always someone on a Friday night that would turn up to try and win back the title. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd have a lot under their belt and they'd say, you know what? Where's Sattler? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go test him out. So um, you know, but uh, you know, a few of his teammates, the ones that are still around, have reached out. Um, Elwin Walters, who was a great hooker, played won comps with Souths and, and then went over the Roosters and won comps with Arthur Beats and in seventy four, seventy five. He's he's still around uh, Orb, uh, and uh, his daughter Kendall, who I get on really well with, rang me yesterday, and and he's not travelling too well himself, Orb, and and she went to tell Orb that you know Dad had passed away, and he said oh, I've lost my whole front row,
0: because
2: yeah. mm. Lurch O'Neill's gone. And, yeah. Mm.
0: So that's, you used to you used to <laughs> irk your old man though when you were growing up because you used to you used to run around the house pretending you're Bobby Mac, weren't you Bobby McCarthy? <laughs> he used to wear his and jerseys. he didn't like that, did he? Did you used to wear your dad's jerseys. <laughs> Mate, I did. You is know, it,
3: you know, I, yeah, oh, mate, I used to wear my dad's 1980 uh, State of Origin jersey to training as like a 14 year old, not realizing what it was. I don't even know where it is now. How bad's that? Like, I've got a few beauties on the wall, but yeah, I used to wear them and, you know, pretend to be him or, you know, one of his teammates. Yeah, he used to hate, I used to run around and go,
2: <laughs> it goes from Sattler onto Pittard. On the Sims. It's so a long passed out to McCarthy and McCarthy. There he goes, McCarthy, the bustling <laughs> second rower. And I'd be like eight or nine years of age. And you go, How come you're Bobby McCarthy? You know I played as well, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, we've got to tell we've got to tell um Rat this story and our listeners, of course, too. Um uh, I know your sister's overseas at the moment, Lisa. Is she okay? Is she good?
2: Yeah, she's broken her arm and she can't come back because she's gotta get surgery. Right. Which is killing her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when I rang her yesterday, you know, I was in the room when dad passed away and uh, when he took his last breath and, you know, I, I walked out of the room and rang my wife back straight away and then I rang my sister who's in Canada, seeing her daughter and um, yeah, she's just distraught. You know, we, like anyone would be when mm. you can't be there for whatever yeah. reason, you know, and, um, So yeah, she's and and then yeah, I rang my mum and my mum and dad have been separated for about twelve or thirteen years, but they're still very good friends and and um, oh, I've got to say last night outside of you guys, there's been a lot of people that have put up some great tributes, whether it's social media, um, on the news outlets and and um, and the guys on NR three hundred and sixty last night, Braith and PK and and Buzz and also Brent Reed did a did a tremendous testimonial as well and. I just want to thank everyone for all the, all the well wishes. Mate, our pleasure. It's been great.
0: There's one more story I want you to tell. Yeah. Remember he was on kangaroo tour and your sister was born.
2: Yeah. My, de- my sister was born on December the 27th, 1967. This story and, may offend people too. Yeah, it will. <laughs> and, um, and they went over the week after the grand final, they'd won the comp in 67, his first year as captain. And then they named, they named the kangaroo teams back then on the night of the grand final. And, and they still only did it not so long ago still. And, um, They went away the week later, and they were away for four and a half months. So they went October, November, December, and came back in the first week of February. And my sister was born on the 27th. Now, his roommates were Noel, Ned Kelly, and Peter Gallagher. And they used to call their room Boys Town. (laughs) And and anyway, Dad never drank. So when Lisa was born, about three or four days later, what they called it, not a telegram, but some sort of of telegram photo Mm. arrived. And it was a photo of my sister. Now my sister was the ugliest baby ever born, <laughs> right. ever born. Like it's true. Yeah, <laughs> ugliest baby ever born. And and anyway, um, I hope she's not listening. Yeah, she, <laughs> she gets sick of me telling the story. But and anyway, Dad put this photo on his on his bedside table, and there was like three single beds and bedside table in between. And and null Ned Kelly came up from having a drink. You know, he loved a beer, and he mm. goes, "What's going on?" Sets. He goes, "Oh, look, Ned." My, my wife Barb just gave birth to our first daughter and her name's Lisa and look at it, isn't she beautiful and Noel Kelly you know to try and paint an image he looked at the photo and he, he put the photo away further like you know to get your eyesight right and he pulled it closer <laughs> he said that is the ugliest effing kid I've ever seen it's got a bastard head pig on it like its father and so Peter Gallagher left the room and Noel and dad went toe-to-toe <laughs> for about 10 minutes in the room. They reckon the room was absolutely total. Oh, so mate. He didn't get to see my sister until the first week of February. By that time, she was, uh, she was pretty then. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> mate, we've um, got Jason Demetrio, the head coach of he's, Souths, coming up next. He's a great next. man. Mate, did not hesitate coming on no. tonight. And we'll have a chat to We're him. We're going to go
2: down the family uh, this week to Uckles Stadium to, to watch Souths and Manly. And I've been talking to Souths today and they've got a commemorative jersey for this weekend, hopefully, which Dad was famous for his grand final jersey in '70, which had half a rabbit ripped off. Yep. So they're going to try. That's the missing jersey. Yeah, it's still missing, and um, and you know, he's asked to be cremated as well. That was part of his funeral plan, and, and I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we can take some of those ashes and and sprinkle them on um on Redfern Oval and have a memorial there. And um, he, he was always asked, he always wanted his ashes to be next to his mum and Dad's in his little hometown of Curry Curry, yep. Western Newcastle, which we'll do that. And, um, and I asked South Sydney today, we want to put something on his, on his coffin. And Mark Ellison, who's been so good, Mark is the general manager of footy at South, former mm. South legend himself. And he just said, you know, how about the commemorative jersey that we play in this week, that our captain and number 13, which was dad's number, Cam Murray, how about we drape that jersey over? And I just wow. yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't be good enough for the club.
3: Oh mate, that's um, that's very moving, Sats, and yeah, and, and and mate, so well deserved, and mate, I'm sure when you have that tribute down at uh, at Redfern um, to your old man, there'll be thousands that'll show up to show their respects, and um, uh, it would be a, a more fitting place to spread some of your dad's ashes, yeah. spread some of my dad's on a, on Endeavour Field, Endeavour uh, <laughs> Field, <laughs> wow. Park. not Sharp Park, Endeavour Field. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, thank <laughs> yeah, you, thank yeah. you,
2: guys, we really no, appreciate mate. your support. I hope you're okay. And, and thank you, listeners, very much for all your messages.
0: There's a lot of love out there for, for John Sattler, yourself, and your family, Sat. Yep. So go well. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, time, and by the way, um, there will be a tribute, a one hour tribute to John Sattler uh, this Saturday on SCN Queensland stations and on uh, and on uh, SCN 1170 in Sydney. Um, there'll be different times, but it'll be in the lead up to the South uh, Manly game on Saturday night. You'll hear from Craig Com and Bobby McCarthy. Jason Demetrio, Ron Kootnick Nick Pappas, and of course Sats himself. Uh, one thing I do want to play to you before we go to a break is we want to chat to Jason Demetrio. Was Tugger? We had him on last I night. Oh, this morning was outstanding. and, yeah, and right. his memories of of your dad, John.
3: Where does John Sattler fit into the into the South Sydney you know history and the story? What does oh, he, he What does mean he mean to he, South Sydney? He is South Sydney. He,
4: he means everything, and you know, I, I get goosebumps talking about him because he, he meant so much to all of us. And you know, he, he was our our leader, our hero. And the legend, you know, and he, he will never ever be forgotten. And uh, I was very lucky to grow up through that era. And, um, you know, we never had much as kids in Redfern in, in them days, but, but we had our footy side. And, um, you know, I, I remember as a kid at, at the SCG, I'd, I'd be on the hill there, and you see him, you first see him coming down the members' stairs because South played there quite often. The biggest roar ever would come down when you see Satch leading them down the stairs, the famous stairs of the SCG. And yeah. I remember as a, as a kid saying, I'm going to come down them stairs like Satch one day. And, mm. you know, he, he inspired us. You know to chase our dreams, and um, you know it's just, um, mate. You know he, he's supposed to live forever. You know? he wrote yeah, heroes live for, live on forever, and uh, that's what we always thought. Touchwood, and um, yeah, I'm just so, so so sad. There
0: you go.
2: Well, God need another front row up there to <laughs> for uh, for Lurch and and Arthur Beetson and yep. and Chuck Raper at lock, and so he's got another one up there for his bench. You betcha. Yeah,
0: we love you, mate. Take care. Thanks, guys. Welcome
1: back. This is Off the Bench NRL.
0: I think we've finally got the uh, the busy coach yes, from the Rabbitohs, there, Jason Demetrio, on the line. Jason, you there? Yeah,
1: hey evening guys. Sorry about that.
0: No, no, all no good. Problem. We know we know you're busy, and we've just had Sats in sharing stories about about John tonight, mate. So it's given us a chance to to wipe our eyes and and get ready for <laughs> for our for our interview, which is no doubt a tough week, not only for the Sattler family but for for the Rabbitohs Club. jace uh, explain to our listeners what John Sattler means to South Sydney.
1: Yeah, I think it's hard to put into words uh, what he means to the club and that era of player means to the club as well. But um, since my time at the club or growing up as a football lover, you know, Sattler's name was entrenched in, in you know, rugby league folklore and then to work at a place like South Sydney, you quickly come understand why and... There's a fair amount of passion from our supporters and um, you know John's time at the club not only as a player but what he did in terms of leading the march to get the club back in um, to the NRL and what he showed, how much the club meant to him has left a lasting legacy and there's no doubt what he brought to the club is etched in the four walls inside Redfern and uh, we'll be sure to take that uh, with us to Heffron as well when we move.
3: Yeah, uh, Jason, it's Matt Rogers, mate. I just, mate, John was such a tough man on the field and such a, a giving and caring man off it. he do anything for his teammates. And his legacy is one that sort of, is it one that you use as an example for your current playing group? Is it one that you sort of, that the boys are aware of?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. it's The history is a big part of uh, our club and we talk often about it and the players that have left their mark before us uh, was part of our... Talk some of our discussions that we had when we did a walk from Redfern to Heffron in the pre-season as part of our culture building for our young players to understand the history and um, yeah I, I think it's a big part of what makes us a club you know without yeah. recognising the history then you don't you're not a club you're just a, a group of players that are playing for a certain time but uh, we're more than that and um, the players are really strong in having a voice in and around that to make sure they carry that history with them. Yeah. But John's contribution to the club was. Was enormous, and uh, I even remember last year in the final series, and uh, Saz sending me a message um, from John saying that was old school Rabbitohs, and we beat the Roosters in the final. So he was still uh, up until then really enjoying watching the bunnies play.
3: Yeah, that's fantastic, mate. Look, it's it's, it's a tough week for South fans, uh, for South players, for the coaching staff, and anyone involved with the club. Mate, how, I mean, it's going to be tough to manage. How how are you going to, I guess, temper the emotions? Because, I mean, it can be a pretty exhausting week with all this emotion sort of flowing. Uh, is there, Have you got any plans to sort of try to keep the guys protected um, away from sort of, I guess, anything that's going to sort of wear them out too much prior to what is going to be a huge moment uh, when you take the field against Manly on the weekend?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, for us, we'll talk about it tomorrow when we get in. Obviously, the players are off today, so... Uh, it's a day-on-day-off week, so it sort of gives gives them a bit of space between sessions and press and stuff that they have to do on training days. But, um, and I want I want it to be a celebration. I want us to celebrate uh, the great things that he brought to our club on the field and off the field. And uh, I think the players will embrace that pretty well and, and use that as a little bit of extra motivation. You know, it's, The players are fairly motivated anyway, but uh, when you're putting on that tribute jersey, I'm sure that it, it'll mean a lot to them uh, come Saturday night.
0: Yeah, gee, there will be a lot of uh, emotion oh, Saturday night great. at a corner. I know a lot. we a lot of South fans who listen to this show, uh, Jason, and, and no doubt they'll be there in their droves uh, on Saturday night. And It's great to hear that commemorative jersey. Uh, Sats did have a discussion with Mark Ellison today, and the half the bunny, of course, it is the famous <coughs> missing jersey of John Sattler's. And if that's if that's what the team are wearing uh, this Saturday night, mate, I've got chills just talking about it as a Rabbitohs fan.
1: Yes, again, you know, you have moments in your career where you get to represent more than yourself. And um, this is one of those occasions that I know the players will really look forward to. And as an old club, we get to be the ones that show what John's legacy meant to us and uh, make sure our supporters understand that he's still a big part of our club.
0: Do you want to talk some footy? Um, Great game against the Roosters last week. It was an amazing game of football. Tough. Fast, mm. a bit of niggle out in the middle. We we heard about that last night uh, from from the Roosters. Uh, Cody was the target of that. Is, is there much to make out of that? Have you had to spend any time with Cody Walker this week just to calm him down a bit, Jason?
1: Oh, not really. I mean, obviously, there's discussions we have in and around um, some behaviours that we, we you know we want to make sure that we're about as a club, but. Look, Cody's frustration comes from our lack of execution. You know, we, we had three clear-cut chances and we didn't turn them into points and the clock was getting away from us. So that was probably a big reason why he was frustrated and then it sort of boiled over in the end that, you know, Cam was, um, you know, disappointed with some things that happened on the field and that boiled over. But up until that point, I thought fo- I fo- I felt the game was played um, in a great spirit. It was aggressive, intense uh, by sets set of players handle themselves pretty
3: well. Yeah, mate, look, you, you've got a big game this week. You're trying to, um, you know, get back into the winner's circle. You've got a few middles that are out. Um, it's going to create some opportunities for some other players to come in. Um, is there any concerns, or is there any uh, long-term concerns with uh, your players that will be missing this week?
1: Oh, not long-term. You know, the most, the most is about six to eight weeks. And then we've got Saliva Havili and, Liam Nyman barking around
3: those
0: times as well. But, yeah, not sure, Matty. How much weight have you put on,
3: mate? Your fancy a game? The the <laughs> mate, mate uh, I wouldn't run <laughs> out of sight in a dark night at the moment, mate. Mind <laughs> you, the amount of cakes you bought the Savo, <laughs> Matty, I, I
0: think give him a couple of weeks, jace yeah. He'll be ready to go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mate. Well, you, the, the style Just 15 of, minutes, mate. <laughs> mate
3: yeah, the style of football you guys are playing is exciting. But it's also – it creates, uh, I, I guess, there's a little bit of, uh, of risk associated with it. Um, you know, I haven't seen a team sort of put together an 80-minute display this year yet. I mean, it's early in, in the season, but obviously that's the goal. Uh, you're working on sort of your completion rates and, and sort of getting your attack on. Is that is that the big focus for you this week?
1: Yeah, well, our focus for the start of the season has been defence. Our pre-season focus was that, and we're we're sitting just up there with the top four clubs in, in terms of defence, and we've played three of the toughest teams in the competition away from home, so we're, we're pretty settled with how we're going defensively, and Yep. Um. off the back of that obviously you're not probably focusing as much on your attack and that comes a bit more naturally to us And uh, but we don't want to shy away from the fact that we want to play footy once we get opportunities to play and although we bombed three opportunities I felt we probably left another three or four opportunities out there that we didn't take. Uh, we sort of sat back a little bit. The so message this week is when we've created that opportunity to pull the trigger we need to pull it and, and back ourselves because that's what we do well and that's what makes us a hard team to play against and uh, as long as our defence
0: is holding up, we'll give ourselves a chance. So uh, that's a big message this week. Geez, Lach- Lachlan Elias was really impressive in the in the first round oh, game. He's he's, brilliant, wasn't his he? attack was, was amazing. But geez, I was impressed with his defence last week against the, the Roosters, jace oh, And again, the fact that you've been working on your defence as a team, you could really tell some of his tackles were outstanding.
3: Yeah, you must be wrapped with where he is with his game right now. I mean, he's developing into a, just a great first-grade halfback, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he has. Uh, he's got a great temperament, um, as you know, Matty. It's, it's part of the battle when you get into first grade, and if you can hold your own up defensively, that keeps you a bit more level-headed as well. You're not stressing during the game because you know your defence has let your teammates down, and he's doing that really well. And you know he's adding some other things to his game as well. I thought the try he created at the start for Keon was was outstanding footy, and I think sometimes the biggest learn for him is just about how, understanding how he can contribute when we're on the back foot. And uh, that'll only come with experience, but I think it's something that'll that'll
0: grow in his game. Good luck against uh, Manly this Saturday night at a core stadium. And, and, and unbelievable the, the fact that, you know, John did pass away this week and you're taking on Manly uh, this Saturday night, you know, um, almost a reenactment of that 1970 grand final. So, mm. uh, best of luck tonight. I, I'm sure. Uh, A lot of NRL fans, and and particularly, obviously, the South Sydney fans, right behind the team this week. Best of luck, Jason. Yeah, good luck, mate.
1: All right, thanks, guys. A special occasion that we're looking forward to. This is Off The Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off The Bench NRL. You are the captain of the
3: team. and the captain of the team very well. The fellas admire you. If you forwards go well. The backs will
0: go well. How good's that? That's yeah. a message from Clive Churchill to John Sattler just prior to the 1970 Grand Final. How cool is that grab? Unbelievable, though. It's eh? unreal. In that 1970 Grand Final, 77 minutes with a broken jaw. Insane, huh? <laughs> Incredible. Let's uh, get one of the legends of South Sydney uh, on the line now. No doubt he used to sneak under that hole in the fence behind the hill at Redfern Oval to see Sats play. Tugger Coleman, Craig Coleman. Thanks for your time
4: tonight. No, no, it's a pleasure to be on, boys. It's a very, very sad day you know, for, for all, all Rugby League fans, but especially the, um, all, all us Rabbitohs. A huge part of our life has gone today, and I'm uh, and just you know, very, very upset.
3: Yeah, Tugger, it's Matt Rogers, mate. I think we're all in a bit of shock. Um, you know, Obviously, we work with Scotty, and um, yeah, it's just... You know he he held he held his dad in such high regard and such reverence and it's just it was it was so special to see that and and to know what he'd be going through to be tough mate. But tell me, um, South Sydney, it's just such a proud club with so much history. Um, where does John Sattler fit into the into the South Sydney you know history and the story? What does well, he what does he, he mean to he, South Sydney? He he is
4: South Sydney. He means everything. And you know, we just talked when you've like Matty, you know, I, I get goosebumps talking about him because he, he meant so much to all of us. And, you know, he he was our, our leader, our hero, and the legend. You know, and he'll he never ever be forgotten. And uh, you know, he, he I was very lucky to grow up through that era. And um, you know, we never had much as kids in Redfern in, in them days, but but we had our footy side. And um, you know, I, I remember as a kid at, at the SCG, I'd go I'd on the hill there and and. You you see him. Come, you first see him coming down the members' stairs. Because South played there quite often, match today the day, and he, he, the biggest roar ever would come down when you see Satch leading him down the stairs, the famous stairs of the SCG. And
0: yeah.
4: I remember as a, as a kid saying, "I'm going I'm to come down those stairs like Satch one day." And mm. you know, he, he inspired us. you know, to chase our dreams, and um, you know, it's just um, mate. You know, he, he's supposed to live forever. You know? He wrote yeah, know? to live, for, live on forever, and uh, that's what we always thought Satch would. And um, yeah, i so, so so sad.
3: Well, he, he, he certainly will live on forever in, in, in rugby league folklore and our memories, mate, as, as long as there's breath in our lungs, mate, we'll always remember John Sattler. Uh, tell me, you know, you went on to, to captain your beloved South Sydney. I'm sure over those times you had many conversations with with Sats. Are there any memories of those that you can share or of times that he inspired you to, uh, to, to lift and go to that next level?
4: No, oh, I, I remember, um, you know, when, when I was a nine-year-old kid at Waterloo Waratahs, you know, he, he presented me with a, a, a dragster push bike. I got Best and Ferris or something back in under-9s. Um, I can't find the photo. My mum had it for years. And you know, he, know He's in shorts and then big, massive legs he had. You know, yeah. he's just... You know, but he uh, mate, he always inspires us. He, he was all... i, I just seen a thing on the news then when we were marching down George Street. The, George at the front sat, and I was right beside them both. And, uh, yeah. you know, we, we were two heroes. And, um, you know, it's just... Uh, yeah, but if, he was, like, always, you know, always... He, talking to us whenever he's seen us. You know, he'd sing that the victory song, he'd sing it so well. He knew, he knew the whole the whole lines of it, you know. And, and you know, it just, uh, you know, anytime you see him, he was such a gentleman, he'd shake your hand, give you a hug, and, you know, hey, how are you going, Craig, and how's your family? And, you know, it was always how you were, not, not, not about him. And, uh, you know, it was just always great to be in his company.
0: Yeah, you hear so many stories like that, Tugger, that he is just, he gave so much time and uh, effort to a, a lot of people, complete strangers. Didn't matter where you're from, just, just complete strangers. Is he the toughest player you've ever seen put on the red and green?
4: Oh, without doubt, yeah, without doubt. And um, you know, I I, I get on Bobby McCarthy's company quite often and, and he, he he just tells stories about sats. and I can sit there and listen to the same ones over and over again and just how how, how that his team who are all, South Royalty, you know, McCarthy, Cook, O'Neill, um, Stephen, Sate Bobby Grant you know the list goes on and on and the the all they talk about him you know and you know B- B- Bobby just Bobby tells a story when he first come down he used to drive the train and in his little Volkswagen all the way from Newcastle and um one of the first games he he gets his eye split open or something and half time you know doctor's stitching up with a little hook in your eye and there's a bang on the on, on the dressing room door and Clive Clive Joseph says, "Who's there?" He says, "It's Ivan. Ivan Cleary, Let me. In. Ivan Ivan Sattler. Let me in as his father." And he, Bob, Bobby said, the the, you know, "The the he's still got the hook in his eye." And he said, "Get off that table." <laughs> he, he's wrapping the um, tape tape around his head, right? And He said, "Get back out there, John, or get in that car and get home." <laughs> and oh, wow. uh, you oh. know, and 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 the, and the rest the rest is folklore. You know yeah. what I mean? The rest, it's just you know the stories that. I was in one of his second games or something with the club, and he used to drive all the way down. Back in them days, there was no highways, you know. And, yeah. You know, it's just um, you know, he was just a giant of a man, and um, you know, as I said before, it's um very very sad day for all for all rugby league because you know they they people pass the legend. Tag a bit too often sometimes, but you know John Sattler
3: was a, was a real one. He was a real legend. Yeah, he was, mate. And, and you know when you when you talk about you know John Sattler being you know the toughest man to pull on the red and green, and you think about the players that have you know your Ian Roberts, your Les Davidsons, your David Boyle's, your Mario Fenix, your Sam Burgesses. I mean, there's a list of some of the hardest men to play the game, and and Johnny Sattler probably tops that, mate. It's 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 so um, ironic how the rugby league world works. You know, Satt's led... You know, South Sydney to Premiership glory over Manly Warringah with a broken jaw for 77 minutes. And this weekend, South Sydney come up against Manly Warringah. I'm sure there's going to be um, a special tribute planned, mate. uh, Will you be out at the game?
4: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, I was just saying to someone before how how ironic. He passed away the week they're leading into Manly. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, know, Coach Dimitri will have the boys. I don't need to fire them up, but, um, you know, just... To know they're going to be wearing black armbands in honor of the one of the greatest rabbit of all time, and um, you know he is, as I said before, he, you know he was our leader, and um, you know the, the whole stadium will be full of cheers, and you know it's so like it's just um, you know as I said before, you know your hero is supposed to live forever.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, just hearing you talk now, I just oh you get, you get emotional. Can't, yeah, yeah you know, can't it's, you it's, can't help but get tell
3: you emotional. Right, there won't be a dry eye in the house on that and before that and in that I just. Hey, uh, you know, I I wouldn't want to be manly this week. Oh, <laughs> Mate, I tell you, they'll go out with no, yeah, all yeah, guns blazing, yeah. I tell you.
0: Yeah. Um, tago yeah, look, we sure. appreciate your time. It's going to be at a course stadium uh, this Saturday afternoon. Of course, uh, the Rabbitohs take on the Seagulls. Um, if you want to show how much you love John Sattler, get to a course stadium. Get out
3: there this weekend. Get absolutely. your Myrtle and
0: Greeno and just and support oh, exactly. all, Yeah,
4: you all get there and, uh, you yeah, know, this, this one's for Sat.
3: This is Off The Bench NRL.
1: We'll be back soon.
2: Welcome back. This is Off The Bench NRL with Scott Sattler and Jason
0: Matthews. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Here he is Chris Nelson, everybody. Round of applause for Nelson. Oh,
5: thanks, Chase. No, Appreciate you're not meant to that? clap yourself. <laughs> Did you just clap yourself? No, that wasn't me. That was someone else.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Um, now, a lot of racing around southeast Queensland and Queensland. Some big races in the state, no doubt, featuring some uh, Queensland horses. What yeah. is happening this weekend?
5: Well, we've got massive racing. Obviously, a big meeting at Eagle Farm on Saturday. We have nine races out there. Uh, the action kicks off at uh, 1.50 or 12, was it 11.53, i get that right, 11.53 Queensland time.
0: Daylight savings finished soon, my friend.
5: I was going to say, we'll <laughs> soon be back to normal, won't that make life a lot no, easier? No, we are
0: normal, it's the rest of the country that's by in front, I was going to well, say they'll behind. Soon,
5: they'll soon drop back to that's where right. we are. Back down to our level. <laughs> so we've got a big meat eagle farm, we've got a, a massive day in uh, Sydney at Rose Hill, uh, a couple of group ones there, the Tancred and the Vinery Stud Stakes. And at Flemington, well, we've got the Australian Cup meeting. So a group one there, two group ones in Sydney. Uh, great racing again. It seems to be every week this time of year. We just get group ones all over the place. And mm. once all this finishes interstate, the focus will be back on Queensland, Jace. So looking forward to that.
0: All righty. Uh, tips didn't go well the other day. Well, one was scratched and the yeah. rain came, which no one expected. For, no. for the midweek meeting, what do you got for us in tips this weekend?
5: Well, uh, I think Eagle Farm's a tough day, but there's one there in race one that was very impressive last start and Sammy Highland was all over this and that was Felix the Scat, you may remember. Uh, I think he can win again. I, I think he's uh, better than most of these and if he wins, he's looking at a, at a group one race uh, in a couple of weeks' time in Sydney. So Felix the Scat, race one, number one. Uh, then I might go into state. Now Rose Hill, um, we own a smart one. Flies the Queensland flag for David Van Dyke and Ryan Maloney in race number five. Good horse, but I'm going to go yes. off. Good he horse. is and he's trialled well. That's an amazing race that Jay. Seven dollars the field uh, at the moment. So a big uh, market there for the uh, the big race in Sydney or one of the big races. I'm going race four number six Zarek. I think will run really well. And one at odds race six number fourteen Fine Point. They're my two for Rose Hill. Now one in Flemington, and this has got a bit of a Queensland tint to it. Number two in race four, the Bopper, down the straight. Now the Bopper beat Rubiquitous at Eagle Farm two back, and then went to Randwick and ran a really good race in a in a in the Challenge Stakes, which was won by Passive Aggressive Giga Kick. Ran close up in that race. It's a very strong form line. The Bopper, he'll be very hard to beat at Flemington. So race four, number two, and race I'll throw in race seven, number one, Cascadian in
0: the Australian Cup. Ah, I love plenty Cascadian. What a good horse. All right, mate, there's plenty going on this weekend. Queensland horses yes. are everywhere. We've got a big meeting ourselves at Eagle Farm. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, Jace. There goes Chris Nelson. That's it for Off the Bench for this week. I hope you've enjoyed our bit of a tribute to John Sattler. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of it.